0: Day and day for America, this has never happened. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election because the election was a rigged election, a stolen election. And I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years doing the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to dishonest election. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows that I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So, I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right to challenge an election that we think is dishonest. So, thank you all very much, and I'll see you uh, very soon.
1: Thank you. Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show, folks. It is More War Monday, and tensions have increased in America. And you may be wondering why am I showing that clip on More War Monday? Because tensions are increasing in America, folks. This is a Red Voice Media Network where we are dangerous because we bring you the facts and the truth. And now the Rob Manus Show is even more dangerous because we're simulcasting on spaces and we'll be able to take guests comments and questions, and we're going to try to do that once in each segment today. Uh, So we'll see how that works. Shell is running the spaces for us, and she will be controlling who gets the mic. And when I call for your comment or question, she'll bring you up and let us know who you are. Well, it seems like the entire country is set to explode some of these days since former president, and leading 2024 candidate Donald Trump was arrested and his mugshot release, things seem more intense. All across the country were observing citizens confronting each other in the streets KILLING EACH OTHER OVER POLITICAL IDEOLOGY, PROTESTING ILLEGALS BEING LOCATED IN THEIR CITIES NOW, OBSTRUCTING LAW ENFORCEMENT, AND ILLEGALS INVADING SOUTH FLORIDA, LITERALLY AN AMPHIBIOUS INVASION IN JUPITER FLORIDA THIS WEEK, WITH A SITTING PRESIDENT THAT DEMONIZES HALF OF AMERICANS AS DOMESTIC VIOLENT EXTREMISTS, INCLUDING YOURS TRULY HERE, A MEDIA THAT OPENLY ELEVATES A STORY ABOUT A CRAZY THAT KILLS BLACK PEOPLE ON PURPOSE BUT REFUSES TO cover the crazy woman who called herself a man that killed kids at a religious school and reveal a transgender domestic terrorism act and of course an intelligence community that aids in covering up anything that shows the truth except that which supports their white supremacy narrative are are we headed toward increasingly violent conflict right here at home we're in a very sad state of affairs and a very dangerous time in this country my friends and need elected leaders with the courage to not just talk about these issues, but take direct action to resolve them. And just go bring up clip 1A, because Americans are really pissed off. And here's Byron Donalds talking about it.
2: Americans are pissed off. You're talking about a government, a Department of Justice, that ignores the crimes of the president's son and, frankly, the president himself. They ignore those crimes. There's no investigation. There's no serious effort by the Department of Justice or the FBI to get to the bottom of that. Meanwhile, they're going after the chief political uh, rival. That is unfairness to the nth degree. And all that is happening with the backdrop of an America that is failing around us, border policy inflation, fentanyl on our streets, uh, questioning the gender of children, that is something that speaks, frankly, to all men, not just black men, because we just want the country to function. And this foolishness by the Democrats, they're going to rue the day that they wasted all of our time with this, because I believe there will be a a backlash.
1: Well, today we're talking as our first guest, uh, Senator Ted Harvey. When I say first, I mean he's going to be with us the whole show, but— We're also going to have each of you uh, during a segment uh, on the show today from X Spaces. Uh, Ted is the chairman of Defeat the President, or that means Joe Biden, not the real president, Donald J. Trump, uh, and a former Colorado state senator uh, and a good friend of mine. Ted, how are you doing?
3: I'm wonderful, Colonel. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
1: Well, you know, Ted,
3: it hurts my heart
1: that I have to do a show like this on the theme day for more war, because usually I'm talking about the neocons and the establishment Republicans and establishment Democrats that wanna go kill people in our name more and sacrifice our kids on battlefields where we shouldn't even be, like in Ukraine. Uh, But today, I wanted to talk about what's going on in the United States because I'm very concerned. And, you know, most of us that have seen war, we're not calling for any violence uh amongst our own people but we are calling for every citizen to stand up and make their voices heard and take action take action to stop this craziness man it, it's just nuts did you see the president uh uh with his mugshot last week
3: it was it was epic it was legendary um <laughs> And I think there is a nexus between what this segment is typically about, about the neocons and the establishment running off the war. And I think part of the reason why you're seeing them go after Donald Trump so desperately to bring him forward with four different indictments in four different states is because they desperately want to continue to have the power to um, use our name, like you said, to go start wars and fight wars. Um, And Donald Trump... and. It is the first president in either one of our lifetime that never started a foreign war. And the military industrial complex cannot have him have another four years in office because they know that that will come to an end again. And you will see us get out of Ukraine overnight um, because they will bring that war to an end because if Trump gets elected, because he will force it to end. And and the military industrial complex is desperate not to have that happen. Um, but yes. I think there is a growing hostility out there and across the Fruited Plains, and it's not by by conservatives. You know, it, our founding fathers designed a situation where we have a government where we fight our revolutions at the ballot box. And I think the conservatives, if you see Donald Trump's poll numbers, since the time he was first indicted, he was about 43% um, support. Now he's at 63% support. He's gone up 20%. As these indictments continue to come out, the American people are ready to go to war at the ballot box to fight against this unjust and unrighteous persecution of a former president. And I think when that happens, when he does get elected, and I think he will get elected, Um, the violence is not going to be from the conservatives. The violence is not going to be from Republicans. The violence is going to be from the literally out of control, radical, emotional Democrats and and liberals that have taken over the Democrat party that are going to be howling at the moon. And, um, unfortunately I believe they're going to turn violent. If you think there was a resurrection in 2021, wait until Donald Trump gets sworn in.
1: Oh, yeah, I I was at the inauguration uh, day uh, uh, when Donald Trump got sworn in the first time. And the night before, uh, I was standing in a very long line to get in a ball. And these people in black block with backpacks came up and started spraying something. And they were intercepted by security before they actually got to us. but. The the folks at the spray hit said it was pepper spray, and that was the first time that I personally witnessed Antifa try to attack attack peaceful people like us, that uh, because just because we support the president of the United States that got elected, uh, you know. Uh, and look what I happened see,
3: on I, that day. Look what happened on that yeah. day on the inauguration. They were burning well, down Washington D.C. and the Democrats and the media don't seem to remember that or want to want you to remember that. But there were, there were cars being turned over, there were cars being caught on fire, and um, th- there were riots on the streets of Washington, D.C. on the day Donald Trump was sworn in. But the Democrats and the media don't want you to think about that.
1: Absolutely. I was impeded and stopped initially by a large crowd of anti-Americans that didn't want us to attend the inauguration. You know, they have different pathways into the to the viewing area for those that have tickets uh, there. And uh, when I walked up to the entryway uh, area where our ticket got us into, there was a huge crowd, but uh, I'll just call them Antifa, that's what they were, and then off to my my eat, my west was the burning limousine of the immigrant business owner that made his living to send his kids to college with his one limousine, and these jerks burned it, you know? Yep. Uh, because and that's rich
3: because, That's he, was right. rich yeah, because rich. he
1: was rich uh, and i don't think it's just the democrats ted uh, but i want to know what the audience thinks shell if we have anybody uh that wants to uh, make a comment or ask a question in the space uh, go ahead and bring them up
4: yes sir can you hear us loud and clear colonel
1: we, we've got you loud and clear shell
4: all right just checking uh james do you have any comment on this
1: Sure, I think both these gentlemen have correctly nailed the problem here, is that this is asymmetric warfare being pursued against us right now, and we have no choice but to reply in kind uh, and do everything we can, legally, peacefully, non-violently, uh, to push back and take this government back. You know, it's, it, it's the place that we find ourselves in where, with what's going on with Donald Trump, uh, half the country is going to be upset no matter what the outcome is, and that's a very dangerous place to be. It is a very dangerous place to be, uh, James. Thank you so much for your comment. Uh, Any comments, Senator Harvey?
3: Well, I agree that half the country will be upset, but half the country won't burn down the country. Um, You look at what happened when Donald Trump won the election in November of 2016. There were spontaneous uprisings, in air quotes, Mm -hmm. on almost every campus all across the country. That was not just spontaneous, that was well-orchestrated and well-funded, um, Soros-funded, I would imagine, um, Riot on college campuses all across the country. You didn't see cons- you know, college Republicans and young Republicans across the country burning down college campuses when, when uh, Joe Biden won. They accepted it and moved on. And um, that, is, that is what Republicans do. That's what conservatives do. But the Democrats want to burn down cities. And um, I'm not, I, I, I am truly far more worried about what will happen when Donald Trump wins than what the heated passions might be of conservatives right now because he's being um, illegally persecuted by the, the Justice Department of the United States. Um, I think we have a we, we righteous indignation for what's going on. It should mobilize us. It should encourage us to get out on the streets and get all of our friends, neighbors, and and children out to vote in the next election. But I'm not afraid of there being any violence on our side of the aisle.
1: Yeah, I kind of see our... our... Side of the aisle, more like the founding generation that was pro revolution, that was pro independence, I should say. Uh, Because I don't think really anybody was pro revolutionary war uh, when they declared uh, their independence. As a matter of fact, they went to great lengths. Benjamin Franklin, Franklin went to England, went to Parliament. Uh, many uh, Americans were asked, that were leaders, were asked to intervene and intercede uh, with uh, uh, with the English government to prevent uh, violence, and uh, and they waited as long as they could, and even and even when they declared their independence and be, and we became us, we uh, we didn't say we're gonna go to war with you. You know, we didn't go out and attack them. Uh, so that's the way I see our side. Uh, what I'm concerned about is the side that controls the entire United States government and every institution that has been infiltrated and almost completely controlled today by Mark, cultural Marxists uh, from the Democrat Party. Uh, we'll talk more about that when we come back from this break, Ted. Uh, I'm Rob Manus. Rob Manus Show Live on X Spaces for the first time today. We just took our first... A uh, uh, commenter from X Spaces Thank you very much, James And we'll be right back On the America's Most Dangerous Network
3: Starting off on a good we note uh, To bring in for fortunate
2: news Biden's dangerous plan For a digital dollar is underway Don't be fooled Two eight seven two four six five. act swiftly eight three three two eight seven two four six five.
1: Hello, Americans. You know, as you just saw in that breaking news ad, Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is being implemented as we speak. Don't be fooled. It's not going to benefit us. Act now before it's too late. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of what's called FedNow started on July 1st, 2023. So brace yourselves. This is probably going to catch you off guard like it did me. Your hard-earned assets really are at risk, but there's a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar. And how do you ask? with one straightforward entirely legal tax loophole. You can contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a, a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's right, call now, 833-287-2465. And this invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take to immediately transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals all without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833-2-USA-GOLD. That's right, call now, 833-287-2465. Of course, again, one more time, 833, the number two, USA Gold, to get your free guide. Well folks, welcome back to the Rob Meta Show where it's More War Monday and we're talking about conflict within the borders of the United States of America today. Uh, And uh, let's see what's going on with the invasion in Jupiter, Florida that my friend Raheem Kassam, the editor of the National Pulse is the only outlet covering this. Roll clip two, disco. (laughs) And we're talking with uh, Senator Ted Harvey uh, today. Uh, Ted, that's uh, uh, that's 18 illegal aliens jumping off a high-speed boat that we think, uh, in Raheem's article that he posted on the National Poll Spokes, and if you're not subscribed to that, that's the only publication that I currently have a subscription to, and he won me over because I canceled all the rest of them about two years ago, uh, never to go back. But Raheem Kassam won me over with the national pulse. He he says that they, we think that high speed craft came from somewhere in the Bahamas uh, because it was so close. But uh, I'm not sure. Uh, they usually don't have that much fuel, uh, and that was not some taped up little uh, raft, makeshift uh, uh, water craft. There, that was that took money to get that. That,
3: which means they either stole it, or somebody had a lot of money to bring it over here. And it, it's interesting because once they're on American soil, they can claim asylum. Um, it's up to the Coast Guard and, and Border Patrol to stop them in the water before they get on American soil. But now that they're here, um, they can seek asylum just like anybody else that's crossing our southern border. Um, 18 is uh, you know minuscule compared to the 4 million that have crossed the border since Joe Biden became president of the United States. And the reason why the media is not covering this is because nobody cares in the media. Um, the, the, Democrat, the, the media in America today is nothing more than a propaganda tool of the Democrat Party. They've outed themselves. Donald Trump outed them as, as such. And the Democrat Party is an open border policy. So the more that can get into the United States, the better and in, um, the, in the thoughts of Joe Biden and his administration. So that's why the media is not making a big deal out of it.
1: Yeah, and and this is one of the reasons why Americans are pissed off, is illegal aliens being allowed to come into the country. And not just allowed, but enabled by the right. United States government that our tax dollars is funding. Uh, you know, there, there was a big disappearing of numbers uh, a few months ago, and, and most people really don't understand what happened. It, and what happened is they took all these people that were uh, coming across in person, uh, you know, to come into the country illegal and then get here, at maybe ask for asylum or whatever, uh, and they gave them an app and they give this app to non-governmental organizations like Catholic Charities, and Catholic Charities trains the illegals on the other side of the border how to use this app, and all they have to do is fill it out, show up at the border, and then all of a sudden they're legally in the country in the United States of America, and nobody's the wiser, and they're driving the wages of Americans down, and and those kind of things, and that's what pisses Americans off.
3: I think you misspelt, mispronounced um, drug cartels, when you, when you call, refer to them as the Catholic Charities. Um, we are, we are liter- our government is literally working with the drug cartels. The drug cartels yeah. making millions and millions of dollars by promoting this app, promoting how to come to the United States, get the app, work through the legal system, and they teach them the whole thing all the way through, and the cartel is making a ton of money and the, um, the, our government is working with them to do it. Um, if that's not blood money, I don't know what is. And if that's not an invasion, I don't know what is. And the fact that this administration is working with our enemy, the drug cartel, to do this—that's that's treason. And the American people need to rise up and and call him out on it. We shouldn't just be saying that, you know, that, that these are just poor illegal immigrants coming across the border. They're bringing across people from all over the world and we aren't checking them. We don't know who they are. A lot of them are terrorists. A lot of them are drug dealers, human traffickers. And this administration could care less about checking who they are. There's a reason why we have a legal immigration process is so that we can follow up and find out who the people are that want to come here. And it takes years and years and years to do it legally. And this administration has just said on day one We're letting the whole world in and we don't care who they are.
1: Oh, you're absolutely right, Ted. And uh, just to clarify, you know, there's a whole network of these non-governmental organizations. There's a group called Catholic Charities that actually is uh, one of those groups, and and federal dollars are going to these organizations. They set up the camps. Uh, you've seen the videos of military-aged Chinese males stacked up in a line at some of these camps that have been have been uh, uh, filmed by uh, folks. Uh, uh, like Ben Berquist and, uh, uh, or Burquam and Michael Yon uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, I think a uh, nickname, uh, our friend Blue over at Real America's R- Boys. R- R.K.
3: Jr. Uh, went down there. R- and, and, and,
1: R.K. Jr. has seen it. Uh, so you're not wrong at all. Matter of fact, uh, the, the Chinese military-age males estimates, uh, some estimates put them at over 12,000. Uh, people And that's quite the fifth column. And it is treason. It's treason against the national security of the United States, of course, but it's also treason against the American worker, isn't it? I mean, come on. The DOJ is suing uh, uh, Tesla and SpaceX for not hiring illegal aliens because they work in the national those companies do national security work and they have to hire US citizens according to the law but you we're suing them up. you yeah, can't you make, can't, you, cannot make the, you cannot make and, and it you cannot make it up and, and
3: then you see I mean talking about taking away people's jobs they're they're ruining the cities across the country I mean you yeah. look at what's happening in New York right now and they can't keep up with this and and granted they were the ones that proudly claimed that they were a sanctuary city but this is this is having a serious serious impact on these cities where where the administration is flying at our expense on on commercial airplanes millions of people around the country and just dropping them off in these cities and these cities don't have the infrastructure to handle that amount of people they are you know in parks in tents they're in hotels yeah. they are Taking over the schools, they're taking over the healthcare system. We don't have a, a bottomless MT, ATM machine that can just help all of these people overnight. And on the one hand, the administration is ab- absolutely with these apps and giving out the cell phones and everything, encouraging this kind of illegal immigration and working with the cartel to teach them how to do it. But then they come here, and this is a humanitarian crisis that's going on yep. in these cities. Because these poor souls that came here with the impression that they're coming to the land of opportunity, are literally living in dangerous situations. They don't have enough toilets, they don't have enough supplies, they don't have enough food and water, and they're stuck there with no place to go, and people are getting sick and people are dying, and then the residents are, the impact to the residents is outrageous as well. So this is a humanitarian crisis in every aspect And this administration could care less. Open up the borders and do as much as we can before Donald Trump gets reelected, because we've got to do something to change the election demographics in America. That's all this is about.
1: Now, you're going to get called a conspiracy theorist and a white supremacist for saying that, Ted, you know, even though the Democrats openly talk about their replacement efforts of the white demographic, especially the white male demographic. Well, let's go over to our spaces audience. Shell, do you have somebody with the microphone? Because I know these great Americans over in X spaces have something to say about illegal aliens. or not or not <laughs> can you hear her shell
4: can you hear me yes i, I got you now go ahead not hear her
1: go okay. ahead go ahead so, your question uh, up.
4: okay um so I know the military industrial complex isn't perfect, but it seems like they have been actually captured and made submissive by our intelligence community paired with the, the DOJ and um, you, you have the NGOs and foundations that seem to be ruling our country while not protecting the the citizens. And they, in doing this, they've neutered our military and they've made us look to our military as the ones causing a lot of this Chaos when our military has been mandated. Our military has been told to sit down, and our military has been actually captured by you know uh, Obama and Hillary Clinton's State Department, and uh, what they've been pushing on other countries with their ideologies, and and it seems. That their this has been their plan all along, which was to capture our military while getting the American people to scream about the military industrial complex while overlooking um the problems that we see with um the intelligence industrial complex that has reared its ugly head, and um now what we have here is a group that's telling us who the bad guy is but how they're behaving and how they've come to save the day is now embarrassing and outrageous and full of treason and i don't know how um we get past this but they've overstepped their boundaries and not stayed in a compartmentalization that's necessary in order to protect the american people and um if this is dangerous and i would like your opinion on this colonel
1: Great comment. We're going to have to take a commercial break real quick, but we'll come back to that, Ted, uh, just on the other side of the break. I'm Rob Manus, live here on the Red Voice Media Network in X twitter spaces. I got to slip Twitter in there somewhere. And we're dangerous because we bring you the facts and the truth. And now we get to interact with the audience and give them an opportunity to voice their questions and their comments. We'll be right back.
2: to stop people that have bad intentions. Guns, is, the, the story is always about guns. It's, the people are bad. This guy's a bad guy. If I could take my gun off right now and I lay it on this counter, nothing will happen. It'll sit there. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's the problem. The problem is the individual. Now, guns are a tool that people use to do do, do horrible things. But um. It's the individuals that, that wield these things. So we, we are working hard to try to, to try to stop that. But in this situation, in this case, there was nothing saying there was nothing illegal about him owning the owning the firearms.
1: Welcome back to the Rob Maus Show live here on the Red Voice Media Network and Red Voice Media in X Spaces. The audience is live here. We're talking with uh, Senator Ted Harvey, the chairman of the committee to defeat the President. That's Joe Biden, that is. Uh, and uh, before we went to break, Ted, the caller was concerned really about uh, what I was talking about in my opening, I believe, is uh, the, the march through our institutions. And and the last institution really to be taken over is the Department of Defense. Everything else is controlled by these what I call cultural Marxists. Uh, communists is what Jesse Kelly calls them in his book, uh, uh, we have to be anti-communist. And my concern is is what the the X-Space's audience member's concern is too, is that the Department of Defense is now being overcome by that same march. Uh, The leadership of the Department of Defense, we saw it exposed in the Afghanistan debacle that killed 13 American service members for no reason based on poor military advice and poor decision making by senior leaders and the commander in chief. And now we see that they are being taken over by Marxist cultural ideology like gender Uh, theory, queer theory, woke ideology, critical race theory, all of those are Marxism. Comes right out of the Marxism schools called the Frankfurt School uh, and right out of Soviet communism and Chinese communism in various and sundry ways. And they're worried and they should be worried because this institution especially is not going to come to your rescue, I don't believe.
3: Yeah, our enemies are not worried. Our enemies is loving the demasculization yeah. of our military. Um, but I do want to say one thing to what your, com- what your questioner commented about, and that was the, the comment about the military-industrial complex. The, our military, our great military, is not the same thing as the military-industrial complex. The military-industrial complex are those corporations out there that make military arm um, for our great military. And obviously, if you're making arms, um, the the more battles we can get into, the more wars we can get into, the better it is for your business. So, um, it's it, I'm not talking about the military when I'm talking about the military industrial complex. Um, Colonel Manis obviously is a, served in the Air Force honorably. Um, I don't know if he remembers this, but um, when he and I first met, probably ten years ago or so, we talked about our our fathers and. Both of our fathers were in the Air Force and we were both stationed at the very same Air Force base um, where we were both born. Um, so we are both Air Force brats and we are very passionate about the military and strong supporters of the military, but that, um, I believe that our military is being infiltrated, just like every other branch of government. And I am I'm less worried about that right now as I am with the um, efforts by the intelligence community, to control every aspect of our government. If, if they, I mean, they succeeded in 2020 to make sure that Donald Trump did not get reelected. They interfered in the 2016 election. They interfered interfered with the Mueller investigation when they know for a fact that the collusion story was a complete made up fact by that by the Hillary Clinton campaign. They knew that going back into the middle of 2016 before Hillary before. Trump was even elected. Yet they still forced through James Comey, um, a, a special prosecutor, Mueller, to look into that for 18 months. And why 18 months? Is because that took us into the election cycle in 2018, where there would be a cloud over the Republican Party, and we, the Republicans would lose control of the House of Representatives, and Nancy Pelosi would be the Speaker of the House and could push forward on all kinds of investigations and all kinds of impeachments to hold up the Trump administration from being successful. And then we saw what the military, I mean, not the military, the intelligence community did to interfere in the 2020 election when it came to the Hunter Biden laptop and not allowing the American people to see that when all of the Hillary Clinton emails actually were found on um, a, a laptop from one of her aides that was married to a yep. former congressman that happened to have some issues with his laptop, and suddenly there was all of the missing 30,000 emails. The, the, the intelligence community hid all of that from the American yep. people, and Donald Trump only lost by 10,000 votes in a couple different states. Had he won those, when I guarantee you if the American people would have known these things, we would have, Donald Trump would have won those states and he would be president today. We are yep. not a democracy. We are not a republic. If the intelligence community is able to interfere in elections and direct the outcome of the elections the way they want them to be, not the way the American people want them to be. And I think that is the most chilling thing that has come out over the last six years, is that the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, and all of these three-letter intelligence communities think they're smarter than you and me, the citizens of America. And that's why I'm going to work as hard as I can to make sure Donald Trump gets reelected in 2024. And will he dismantle them? Will he put in place um, legal situations where if anybody tries to infringe on our civil liabilities that they will be personally, individually held culpable? I don't know. But I, I know for a fact he will do it better than anybody else will. He will fight and try harder than anybody else will. I guarantee you... Governor DeSantis isn't going to do that. Mike Pence isn't going to do that. Nobody up on that stage last week will do that. Donald Trump will work his butt off to make sure that he puts these various agencies back in place the way they should be, where they're defending us against foreign enemies, not spying on you and me and not trying to interfere in our elections around the country. Yeah, Sorry I for agree that, with- monologue.
1: <laughs> No, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's why I started this segment with that clip. That's the Jacksonville, Florida sheriff right there speaking the truth about guns and about this killer uh, that who's Manifesto was immediately released by the intelligence community. Look, the intelligence community is not just the intelligence community like the National Security Agency or the CIA or uh, uh, those type of organizations. It's the FBI. The Department of Homeland Security is now part of the intelligence community. The FBI is more domestic intelligence than they are law enforcement, folks. Don't be ashamed to call them out you're not attacking law enforcement to call out these people that are being related to organizations like the Stasi, that's the East German Communist Secret Police, or the KGB, or worse than that, the Nazi Gestapo. That's the way they're behaving. And they and they immediately got that released, but they're withholding the transgender terrorists that killed three little kids and three adults working at a Christian school in Nashville. We still haven't seen it because they're trying to control the narrative and what they did with the 51 intelligence agency leaders from the CIA, etc., in in 2020 with the laptop and putting the memo out is exactly what they're doing to now. They're just doing it with everything, and it's wide open. It's all election interference to keep Donald J. Trump from even being on the ballot. We broke today that the New Hampshire Republican Secretary of State and some Republican former candidates who even got Trump's endorsement are saying that the 14th Amendment precludes him from being uh, on the ballot in New Hampshire. Now, i got to say that I saw an interview with Charlie Kirk of the New Hampshire GOP chairman today, and he's a West Point graduate, and and he said it's not going to happen if they have anything to say about it, and he's already talked to both of the individuals involved. But you know what? Well, it you can call them. It's,
3: unconstitu- it's unconstitutional. Yeah, I know. For call Secretary the New Hampshire State Secretary of State.
1: Get, record this number, folks 603 271 3242. That's the New Hampshire Secretary of State, 603 271 3242. Call them and respectfully say bullshit. It's yeah, unconstitutional. Or un-
3: or non-respect- not respectfully. <laughs> yeah,
1: saying. let them know it's not going to happen. It's not gonna happen. The people of this country will not be robbed from voting for their candidate that they want to have. The Republican Party is taking its life in its own hands. I'm dead serious about this. More than it ever has in its history since the Whig Party dissolved and the Republicans came to life to win the 1860 election with Abraham Lincoln okay it is taking its life in its hands and it's the intelligence community and the rogue federal government that is the greatest threat to the existence of the united states of america today you're right ted well let's hear what a, one of the audience members from uh x has had to say shell do you have anybody with the microphone that wants to talk right now
4: i sure do colonel it's
6: a po <laughs> neighbors, of man this is south Yeah, South Texas redneck with logical and pragmatic approach to the equine fecal matter going on in Washington, D.C. All these guys are doing is important votes, they're important sympathy. That's what they're doing. They're doing everything they can to twist the narrative. You've got the mainstream media jumping in on this and they're skewing everything one direction. Newsmax is about the only one I watch. Chris Alcedo is a Texas boy. You can't help but respect a man. But I'm telling you, these things are off the charts. These three-letter agencies have got to pay for what they've done. This is ridiculous. And Admiral Yamamoto said it best. One of the reasons you're not gonna invade American soil is because there's a gun behind every blade of grass. So that's why there's never been an invasion here. And these people need to fear the voter. The voter is the one they need to fear. And we need to primary the rhinos out of office and gain control, put Amen. conservatives in there who belong in there. That's what needs to happen. So get involved, get on your committee members uh, in your local area, and let's change this crud and move forward. Enough of this equine fickle matter. It's got to go.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you very much, pissed off Texan, because uh, it's like pissed off Americans, man. I'm telling you, we have had enough, Ted. We've had enough of this craziness, and we're going to take it back, and I think the polling shows that, uh, uh, but we've got to be wary of what's going on, and then the next segment here, we're going to see an opening clip from some of those on the other side that like violence and that want to impart violence on us. I'm Rob Manus with the Red Voice Media Network and Red Voice Media X Spaces audience live, and we'll be right back
2: we interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway don't be fooled it won't benefit you so take action now the federal reserve's phased deployment of fed now began on july 1st 2023 Act swiftly 833 287 2465.
1: The Rob Mana Show. It's More War Monday, and I'm not talking about the war we usually talk about today. We're talking about the potential for conflict within our own borders between our own people uh, today. And uh, we're speaking with Senator Ted Harvey, uh, uh, the chairman of the committee to defeat the president, and that's Joe Biden, uh, not the real president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Uh, and Ted, uh, that's just an example. That was just a Uh, a day or so ago, and that was Antifa attacking protesters that were protesting to get illegal aliens to prevent them from being housed in their homes by the New York City and New York State authorities. Can you believe that?
3: Peaceful protesters standing behind a fence and having their voices heard and petitioning their government, essentially. And what did yep. you get? You got Antifa literally going up to the fence and trying to start a, a fight and instigate violence. Um, that is where the left is. That is the Democrat Party, sadly. that The radical left has taken over the Democrat Party. And, and you remember when the, all the riots were happening under the guise of Black Lives Matter, you saw the Vice President of the United States when she was a senator, Um, saying that these riots should take place and she hopes they continue to take place and she put together a bailout fund to help bail out these thugs that were creating violence and burning down the cities of the United States. I'm not being, it's not hyperbole to say that's where the Democrat Party is when the Democrat vice president is the one that was saying that and encouraging it and, and bailing these people out.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, a guy named Harrison Floyd, who's a Marine veteran uh, and president of Blacks for Trump, is being held without bail by the Democrats down in Fulton County, Georgia, in the RICO case against Donald Trump. The only person being held without bail is a black American Marine Corps veteran who dared to stand up and support a man named Donald J. Trump and try to find out what was going on with the people that pulled the suitcases out from under the table during the water pipe break that was supposed to—that sent everybody but them, the Democrat side of vote counters and vote tabulators, home in the middle of the night— trying to talk to one of those women that was involved in that to get her to tell the truth. And that's why he's being held without bail. And he's a 100% disabled veteran. And the last time under the J6, when a 100% disabled veteran just got charged, the VA took his money away. The man lives on that pension. They live on these pensions. Uh, And it's unbelievable what the racist Democrat Party is doing in this country to black Americans like that.
3: Where is the leadership of Black Lives Matter? Where is the NAACP? Yeah. Um, they're nowhere to be found because they are not partisan organizations. I mean, they are not bipartisan organizations. They are very much partisan organizations. And if you're not clicking your heels and saluting to the radical leftists in this country, they're not gonna come to your defense. And, and the media won't either. I mean, this is, this is outrageous what is going on in our country. And the media is completely silent about this. And I hope that um, that everybody contributes to this gentleman's uh, legal defense fund because he can't afford this. Um, And and for the the judge to argue that he can't be put out on bail because he is a flight risk, I mean, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard and much less to be putting Donald Trump on bail um, and saying that he needs to pay bail because he's a flight risk. Um, This is, you know, former president of the United States is probably the most recognized man in the world. Um, I don't think he's a flight risk, and he still had to pay $200,000 for a bail to get out of jail. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm still
1: puzzled by by the bail thing, because it's these leftist Democrats that have said bail is is racist. (laughs) Right.
3: (laughs) Right. And and here you have a nonviolent individual uh, who is being held behind bars. Because he's a flight risk. He's a flight risk for what? Is he a a danger to society? Is he, you know, he just wanted somebody to come forward and tell the truth, and he's being held behind bars. This is, this is, I believe this is worse than the January sixth people who have not been given due process for over two years, almost two and a half years now. Um, This is almost worse than that because this guy did nothing wrong. And here he is being held behind bars by the most radical partisan judge there is. And if there's ever a reason to have a recall vote for a judge, this is it. And the black community should be up in arms over it.
1: They absolutely should be up in arms over it. Uh, uh, But, you know, I don't think there's uh, much going to happen in the vote department, but uh, we can always hope for that. And we do see some of the more famous rappers coming out and saying, hey, I'm voting for Donald Trump, because this is what they do to us. That's exactly what they do to us. I I Uh, encourage all of your viewers to,
3: to go on Twitter, to go on X, and put in the search blacks for Trump and watch all of the video of all of these different commentators coming out on and making videos about the, how the African American community is going to be voting in far greater numbers than they ever have for Donald Trump. He, I think he won something like 15% in the last election, and they're polling now yeah. that 20% of the African American community is supporting him. And if you look at the African American males, he's over 29%. If Trump gets 29% yeah. of the African American males, this just won't be a Donald Trump wins by a couple votes. Donald Trump will win in a landslide if he gets twenty nine percent of the African American vote.
1: Absolutely right. And I hope I hope that happens. And I hope they'll bring some of the black women over because you know, Donald Trump's the only president in, in his administration's time frame that real wages for black Americans actually increase since we've been tracking that. That is amazing. And you know what? It's fallen again under this Democrat. President, uh, because they just don't care about anything but their power. And Harrison Floyd on X, if you'll if you'll search his name too, you can find the give send go account to, for his legal defense. And yes, he does need the money. He's a hundred percent disabled veteran living on his pension, folks. They need the money to to put up an adequate defense, and he's been denied a public defender by these radical judges down there uh, in Fulton County, Georgia. Well, Shell, let's take a, let's bring up a caller from X Spaces there before we get to the end of our time here.
4: All right, I hope your wife is out of earshot because we have our one and only Chad Caton.
6: I mean, with two Air Force fellers, I thought you needed a Navy fella to come in here and uh-oh, put things in perspective, uh-oh. Senator. So I got one question for you because I was a CB, so you guys are the smarter of the branches, no doubt. But at the end of the day, are everything that you just went through and everything that we feel, are we not at tyrannical yet?
3: I'll let well, you go I think, first, Ted. I, I think any time that your government overthrows a seated president of the United States, that is tyranny. That's the definition of tyranny. And I would argue that is what happened in the years between 2017, January 20th of 2017 and, uh, and January 20th of 2021. Our intelligence community overthrew a duly elected president and made sure that he did not get reelected and interfered in that election in such a way that the American people did not know how corrupt the Joe Biden family was. So yeah, is that tyranny? I think that's the definition of tyranny.
1: You're absolutely right, Ted. Uh, And uh, quite frankly, Chad, it's not just tyranny from the intelligence community. Now, coming into 2024, the Department of Injustice is trying to interfere in the election to overthrow the man before he's even elected to get him taken off the ballot. And that didn't just start today. That didn't just start on January 6th. It started right after the election when he started seeing what was happening. And we started seeing seeing what was happening with the big steal, because they stole that election, as Ted just pointed out, and the intelligence community, and every single one of these people in the Department of Justice, and they're part of the intelligence community, too. Don't forget that. Uh, has been working overtime and they're working, guess what, with establishment Republicans, too. Brian Kemp, governor of Georgia, should never get another vote from a Republican. Raffensperger, the Secretary of State, should never get another vote from another Republican. Any Republican that tries to keep Donald Trump off the ballot should never get another vote from another Republican, and they should be thrown out of office by the Republican parties in their states. And threaten them now, folks. Don't wait till they say they're gonna do it. You better get up, get your GOP chairman or chairwoman to say it in public on the record. We will remove you. You will never get another vote from us if you do this, because that is the only way that we will stop this and take our government back, and then Donald Trump will be our retribution when he does win in that landslide. Ted, Ted give you 30 seconds to tell folks how to find you on social media, sir.
3: Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate the time to be on your show. We've got, go to our website, first and foremost, at stopjoe.com. Learn more about our our pack and donate to our pack. We need as much money as we can fight these radical leftists. Um, Follow us on Twitter at defeat underscore Joe. You can do that on Twitter and all the other social media platforms, but you can also follow me at Ted Harvey. Um, That's that's my own personal x account, no longer Twitter account, x account. So help us out, go to those places and, and follow us and join this army to take back our country.
1: Well, thank you, Ted. I appreciate you coming on today. And folks, uh, I was going to have, uh, uh, Anthony Sabatini on, but he was called, uh, up, uh, for the army national guard in Florida, where he is from. uh, uh and, uh, That's because they have a hurricane coming in. Uh, Ideli is a strange name. I think they have named this thing. Uh, It looks like it's going to hit right on the west coast, northwest coast of Florida, uh, as potentially a cat three. Pray for them. I see Ron DeSantis has taken... Up his mantle of governor again and is at home and doing what he needs to do as a, as the good governor that he is while they're preparing to, to withstand that hurricane. But pray for them, pray for the National Guardsmen that have been called up like Anthony Sabatini, uh, and uh, uh, hopefully everything will work out all right. Uh, but uh, you know folks, this is it. We're not gonna give up. We're never gonna surrender. We will not surrender for peace. We will fight and we will fight to the maximum extent of the law. It's time to take them on. Every turn, confront them, just like you saw those Americans that were protesting illegals being put in their homes up in New York City. Those were not Republicans that Antifa was attacking. Those were Democrats getting out of line, a lot of them. So the time is now. Local action has national impact. Get on it. Be part of the team. Don't sit on the bench. Americans will never surrender for peace, and we will never turn away from the sound of the guns. We go towards them. I'm Rob Manis on the most dangerous network in America, Red Voice Media Network. I will see you tomorrow on Training Tuesday.